Hey y'all, come on, let's go. Let's talk about life, just the messiness, the fun, the craziness, how most of the time we don't know what we're doing. But God always points us to his word and that's what we're gonna do to get our ducks in a row. Hey guys, it is a beautiful spring day today. Just living life, living life, like the reels say. Um, so as we are, or as I am just living life, um, I have just been shaken a little bit lately by this world and theme, um, that the Lord's been pouring out and it's not fun. It's not fun. It's the world of discipline. I just don't like it. I can't stand it. I don't even know why, but I have always groveled at criticism. I'm not even like a perfectionist about things like OCD, about like cleanliness or order or anything like that. But for some reason, um, correction, discipline, criticism, those types of feedback get my ducks all out of line. I'm talking like panties in a wide, uncomfortable, moving in my seat. My ducks would definitely not be in a row with correction, more like flying, quacking all over the place, bothered. Um, And I've never really taken the time to sit down and address why these types of things bother me. Kind of dig deep. Uh, So here I am, you know, at 35. And I thought, I guess it's time just to buckle down and address this, Lord. And like I said, I can remember at a super uh, young age as a child not loving (laughs) correction or discipline And taking it probably way too far and feeling like when my parents corrected me, it was basically them saying, I mean, I didn't really hear the correction. I basically heard, you suck. We don't love you. You're horrible. You can do better. That was what I heard. I didn't say that's what they said, but that is how I interpreted it. That's how I heard it. Um, And I have a daughter that does this. So I know how extremely frustrating it is now as a parent. I'm sure my parents severely disliked it. Um, But even now, my oldest, when she's corrected, she literally will start crying. And she's like, you don't love me? And I'm like, I never, all I said was, could you wash your hands? Like, I never said that. Um, So, I I, I get it. I get it. And I I, I wasn't at the time mature enough to see correction or discipline just as that, just as a minor correction. Um, So, it's been a journey. It's been a process. And as parents... We are literally a physical representation, especially of young children of God. We are supposed to represent, we're supposed to be basically their first interaction um, of a relationship of an unconditional love and what that looks like and feels like. 
and also how to honor, respect, and authority were their first experience with that. And then as they grow and become mature adults, they transition and have their own relationship with the Lord. But in a perfect world, it would be a seamless transition of my parents taught me and showed me unconditional love. And in their discipline and correction, I learned how to handle authority. But it's not always like that. And I definitely transitioned, but I did not transition well in receiving the criticism, correction, and discipline. Um, And then last week, the Lord smacked me with a verse that I know is for me. I mean, like, maybe even when the Bible was written, God had me in mind and was like, this girl is going to need this verse. And that verse is Revelations three nineteen. And in the message version, it reads, The people I love, I call to account, pride and correct in God, so that they'll live at their best. Up on your feet then, about face, run after God. The Amplified Version says it like this, Revelations 3.19. Those whom I dearly and tenderly love, I rebuke and discipline, showing them their faults and instructing them. So be enthusiastic and repent. Change your inner self, your old way of thinking, your sinful behavior. Seek God's will. So I was like, oh my goodness, this is my verse. This verse was for me. And it's for a few reasons. One, I'm walking through how to freely receive the love of God, understanding, fully understanding in my heart that there's nothing I can do to make him love me more. And then two, learning how to receive correction, right? And that understanding that that's still love, um, believing that that's love and still knowing that I'm loved. And honestly, this verse is showing me, it's continued to show me that these two things go hand in hand. The word used for love here is the Greek word philio. And that's where the name Philadelphia comes from. You know, we all know that's brotherly love. And it really means like a a close companion, like to have affection towards, like loving feelings towards. So those that he is friends with, that he is a companion with, he corrects and guides. And the correct, the word correct here doesn't mean like condemnation. It means conviction or to bring something to light. And I think we would all do this if we saw a friend start to slide down a really close friend, you know, start to maybe act different. What's nine times out of 10, we what? We send a text or we pick up the phone and we say, hey, I just thought you were quiet lately. Like, are you okay? But you do that out of love, right? Because you love them and you care about them. And it's really the same thing that God does with us. And another uh, word in here for correction, it literally means to train a child. And so all of us who are parents know your heart when you're disciplining, disciplining, sorry about that, your kids, right? You say to them as they're kicking and screaming, or at least mine are, 
Like, I'm doing this because I love you. Like, I'm doing this because I want you to be safe and I want you to make good choices, right? Like, we understand the heart behind that. And so it's his same heart. And so I'm just learning that. Um, Whatever the lesson is in the moment where we're disciplining our, our kids, right? Like, we still love them. So I'm just learning how this applies applies to me and our Heavenly Father. And again, the verse in the Amplified Version is, Those whom I dearly and tenderly love, I rebuke and discipline, showing them their faults and instructing them. So he actually shows us kind of like, hey, we could do this better. What if we did it like this? And I just think that's so that's so loving. It's such a a loving picture of being corrected in a positive way. And then the verse goes on to say, so be enthusiastic, like be excited and repent, which just, we've talked about this a lot. Like repentance is just turning from what we are doing and turning around and say, no, I'm not going to do it that way. I'm going to actually pivot and I'm going to go, I'm going to go the other way. And the word here for enthusiastic is the Greek word zeleo, and it means to pursue. So, like, run after the will of God for your life. Pursue His correction. Like, let's learn from the lesson. Let's get up, and let's just keep moving forward. And I hope if I have shared anything here, you know, as we get our ducks in a row, we have to move forward with the Lord. Like, even when I don't like the correction even when I feel and I grovel and I beat myself up for maybe not doing the best or getting something right, I tend to beat myself up. But I have to keep moving forward because the other option is basically separation or not as much, not being as close to the Lord. And I don't want that for myself. So I'd much rather learn how to be corrected. There's another verse that speaks about correction. And I don't feel like it's near as fun, but it's Proverbs 12, 1. And it tells us, whoever loves instruction and discipline loves knowledge. But he who hates reproof and correction is stupid. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so basically, my ducks are all over the place, flying around, making a mess. And I've been stupid my whole life. So this is so fun. And while that verse, like I said, is not as encouraging sometimes as what you want to hear, I do have hope. There is hope because we can turn, we can change to learn how to like correction. And I also have hope because of Psalm 1611. And it says, because of you, I know the path of life as I taste the fullness of joy in your presence. At your right side, I experience divine pleasures forevermore. And so more than anything else, more than not liking correct correction, I want that. Like, right? Like, I want that for my life. More than not liking discipline, I want Psalm 1611 for my life. Because he has shown us the path of life. And as I taste the fullness of joy in your presence, at your right side, I experience divine pleasures forevermore. And I just thought that verse was a beautiful picture of what it's like when we are right up next close to the Lord. So 
as we get our ducks in a row with this, the question may be one or two things. You could be listening to this and you could be saying, okay, Chaley, I hear you. You know, I've been stupid my whole life too. I don't like correction. Or you could be saying, Chaley, what are you even talking about? Like, what are you talking about when you say the Lord corrects you or convicts you? Um, so either way, uh, we'll address this one first. If you feel like you're not ever corrected by the Lord, I would seriously consider just sitting down and looking at your life and saying, Jesus is my Savior, obviously, but is He Lord of your life? So are you letting Him take over and lead you and guide you in every decision? So that's being kind when we don't want to be kind. It's saying words of encouragement, even if we don't really feel like we have much to offer. It's making certain decisions, not based off what we want, but what we know the Lord want. So that would be my first thing is if you're like, I'm never corrected, then I would just say, well, why don't you just sit and submit every single area of your life to the Lord? Because there may be an area where you're not submitted. And that's, I'm not, it doesn't mean you're not going to heaven or anything. It just means when we're in full pursuit of the Lord, we submit everything to him. And we're not always going to get it right. So we know he corrects those he loves, right? Because that's what we've been talking about. That's what Revelations 3.19 says. So if I'm not being corrected, am I close enough to him to, to be corrected? Does that make sense, guys? I hope that makes sense. And I really hope that that's something that uh, we can all kind of sit down and think about. And then if you're in the other boat where you're like me and you're like, I don't like correction either. I'd rather just kind of do my own thing or, you know, I'm, I'm still trying. So doesn't that count? And I hear you like I hear you because that's how I feel. But I believe that now is the time, you know, to lean in and take heart to the verse. Right. And, and learn and try to grasp, you know, not only with our natural minds, but also with our, with our spirit. And so be open to the Holy Spirit speaking and working in this of like the, the verse says to those whom I dearly and tenderly love, I discipline. So like, if I take anything away from that, I should really take away the first part of that verse, not so much the second part, right? The, the first part should be the compliment and should be what I hold in my heart. I shouldn't take away just the criticism piece. And honestly, that's that's what I'm working on. So a way that I'm working through that is just declaring out loud as I can. Like, Lord, I choose to believe you love me. I choose to believe you love me and you want the best for me. Forgive me of my pride. Forgive me of my lack of humility. And help me submit to you in all things. Forgive me of my selfishness and help me to humble myself to submit to you and to fully know and believe that you are God over every piece of my life. And that I choose to believe you correct me because, because you want what's best for me in every situation. And so this is just something that I'm working through right now. And I may be repeating myself. I may be repeating this verse to myself myself 
for weeks, for months, for years. I know that the Holy Spirit is going to do a work in me through this. And I know that there is a fullness of life in this. And I just don't want to miss it. Friends, I hope this was so helpful in getting our ducks in a row as we enter this brand new month of March. God loves us in his correction. I'm going to declare it and I'm going to believe it and just keep moving forward, trying to still get my ducks in a row. Thank y'all for listening. See you next time.